0: Hi everyone, I'm Patrick Byrne, I'm Head of People and Culture at Monocle. And today I'm joined by our CEO, David Buckham, to discuss the Monocle Graduate Programme. David, thanks for joining. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Patrick. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Thanks for taking time to speak to us today about the Monocle Graduate Programme. David, let's jump straight into it. Uh, We sat down and we chatted about the Graduate Programme many years ago. Maybe just explain the original idea around the Grad Programme, and why you believe it to be so important.
1: Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, I think you'll recall we came to the conclusion after quite a long time of attempting to understand the supply side of the market, so to speak, you know, the, the people in the market and and hiring people, uh, you know, that, that already had experience. And coming to the conclusion that it, it might actually be a better idea to take Raw talent, people that had proved that they're hardworking, people that showed the right kind of uh, personality traits and the right kind of value system, and actually teach them what we wanted to, them to know. Because we believe that we sell a, a very unique service, which is a combination of really deep technical knowledge about banking and finance and insurance, and coupling that with the desire uh, to get one's hands dirty in the data and in the and in the world of systems that actually make the banks work and to get into the data, which is the oxygen that these organizations breathe. And we noticed that a lot of the university programs were really good at teaching either one or the other of these skill sets, but not both. And we came to the conclusion that we could come up with a grad program where people would be fully employed, unlike other grad programs where people are on a one year or two-year contract pay people proper salaries as their first job and select a great bunch of people that we would teach from scratch, a combination of these skills and really create an environment in which, you know, the four key elements of success, which is knowledge, the technical capabilities like driving a car, that would be equivalent to SQL or R or Python, stuff that people generally don't learn in a finance degree the right personality and value system and then the teamwork and competitiveness that's required to succeed and put those all together in a program and make it fun and very social and help to create a world of you know this was the year of 2017 we were the 2017 class and create to create a future history of success
0: yeah and and how long has the graduate program been running in monocle david
1: I'd say we're in our sixth year now. The really big programs, as you know, Patrick, were three, four years ago. Our first re- really formal one was five years ago. And we I think we're in our sixth year now. We've refined it over time. I think certain elements remain the same, which is that we start with full employment. For me, its it's not really an attractive prospect to go to young people and say, look, you've got a job, but just for the next year, and then we'll select you from there. For for me, that was the one critical element. The other is to employ from a wide variety of fields, not just finance, also engineering, in some cases, even liberal arts, et cetera. And yeah, it's been running, as I say, for about six years, and we've modified it over time. I think at, at some point it was too tough, I think you'll agree we made made people uh, an incredibly hard uh, level of work where we try to simulate the actual pressure that's on a consultant. And I think we maybe overdid it, and we got some very positive feedback. Um, But generally, people do love the program. It's very, very social, competitive. And I think the best thing about it is that in quite a short space of time, in the first three months, the, the graduate analysts, as we call them, uh, then graduate to become analysts, full-time employees. They learn a tremendous uh, number of skills that are very valuable in the marketplace in general, such as SQL, Excel, VBA, uh, the technical skills that we require. We also do a fundamentals of banking program, which I lecture, and we do critical thinking, and we do, we, we, we do different and varied combinations of challenges, as well that results in everyone graduates. I mean, obviously some people do better in some of the challenges than others, but the the result is a, a well netted group of people that desire to work together.
0: Yeah, your your point is very valid in terms of the permanent employment from day one. And I find that's a big incentive, not just for students, but to the whole cohesiveness of the training program as well. Um, I find the students form a unique bond And, you know, a very cohesive team structure in the training programs because they get to know each other while working very closely in teams. And having that permanent contract means that they're a lot more helpful towards each other's development as opposed to, you know, having to fight for who's going to get the permanent job at the end of the training program. So that's a very valid point.
1: I'd say it's a critical point you're making is that there's no doubt that we live in a capitalist world and we all wish to succeed in the sense that we need to start our careers off well, and but for me, it's unhealthy capitalism where you knowingly put people in a in a situation where you can only actually employ a limited number of them, and it 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 creates an not a healthy environment for camaraderie and goodwill. Um, and I think if if, if anything, um, Monocle kind of stands for goodwill and a healthy set of values, and we like to say that we employ nice people and. People sometimes laugh at that, and they say it's a little naive, but it's true. We we employ people, people, people who are nice people and and extremely talented people. Yeah, exactly. And
0: you mentioned a number of things that happen throughout the program, like sequel and the training and the interactions. So I suppose if you had to give an overview of the program and what's involved in the program, maybe if we can just ask you about the training in the first couple of weeks and the intensity
1: levels. Yes, Patrick, I think we're very proud of the program in that we set out with the program, usually there's 10 or 12 components and each of the components forms part of either a desire to teach values and culture, which is where we we make people aware, for example, of data privacy, of behavioral do's and don'ts in the workplace, some fairly basic stuff, but that is very important and necessary dress code, communication code, etc. There's also a very important element on the actual topic of banking. So whereas we mainly hire, say, finance grads, it doesn't necessarily mean that they know what we want them to know, the basics of banking, which very few programs in South Africa and worldwide actually do proper university-level training of the basics of banking asset liability management. Some master's programs touch on it, but we like to employ people who are also engineers, et cetera, and often say that we can teach this, and we do teach it. Then there's an element of critical thinking where we do textual analysis, not to be funny, read poetry. We listen to rap music. We sometimes watch movies or pieces of movies, and we analyze uh, the meaning of things and and signals and signs in the business world and in the natural world, just to get people's creative juices flowing and also asking people to think slightly differently about themselves and each other. So there's a kind of a psychological element to it, which we like to make people aware that they're working for a a company that sees the world a little bit differently and in a special way. And then there's uh, the very hardcore technical training, which is very valuable. So there's this new adage which goes that you know you need to code in order to succeed but there's a lot of truth in it for me coming from years and years of banking experience life is just so much easier if you can read code and if you can understand code even if you're a professional banker even if you're a C level banker it just becomes a lot easier if you understand what the difficulties are in the systems that run banks—incredibly complex systems. This is something that a lot of people don't understand, and even people who come in out of finance degrees or engineering degrees are often blown away by the sheer complexity and volume of data. And then we'll teach actual coding, and there's designations that 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 we help people achieve in those those first few months, so that their CVs are bolstered, and so that they. That they have these skills, and then we augment that with challenges. So they have to, for example, do a data analysis on some public banking data, or they have to build cubes, or they have to, you know, write an essay. Or and then we, you know, not to put people off, but sometimes we make people do book reviews. Not because we want to publish the book reviews, but because we want to see that people are able to separate their own preconceptions from those of the author or from the text that they're reading. At the end of the day, uh, in whatever field that you're entering, but particularly in something as advanced as banking, which sits at the center of the universe of the capital-free market, and in fact, of the world itself. It's the brain that decides where the resources should go, capital and liquidity. Uh, We want people ultimately to come out of Monocle, whether they stay at Monocle over a long period of time or not, to be better people, to be better educated, to be more thoughtful And that's why we add those elements of critical thinking and of textual analysis, et cetera. So it's it's very different to any other grad program that we're aware of. That's not the goal. The goal is not to be unique. The goal is to be ourselves.
0: And in terms of your own personal involvement in the graduate program, David, I know you've given a lot of time and you love lecturing and you spend a lot of time interacting with the analysts, What has been your favorite part of the program over the last number of years? And, you know, why do you love being involved in it so much?
1: I think, you know, I really enjoy the lecturing and I really enjoy, you know, because I used to lecture a little bit at the University of Cape Town and I did a bit of uh, tutoring and teaching in the English department, although I also have a maths background. And I, I love teaching. So I love getting people across the line on quite difficult concepts like, for example, the yield curve, you know, to try and explain the yield curve to people or asset liability management or funds transfer pricing. But then at the same time, I love asking people to read, um, a, you know, a piece of text, for example, um, a First World War poem, and to understand the imagery of, you know, April is the cruelest month. Uh, why is April the cruelest month in Europe? And it's because, you know, out of the quagmire of the First World War grew the first shoots of spring. And it, it seemed incredibly cruel in, in April of 1918. So it's so these kinds of ideas that I love teaching. And I love the interactions with these incredibly bright young people who are super ambitious and hardworking. And you can't help but feel incredibly passionate and positive about the future of this country and South Africa in general when you spend time with the grads. I always say this to my friends who are sometimes a little bit cynical and negative is just spend a day or two with the grads.
0: Yeah, true, David. I suppose you speaking about the students here now and they're listening to this podcast, what advice would you give to them and to anyone who's looking to get into consulting or entering into the job market or looking to looking at graduate programs, what uh, pieces of
1: advice would you have for them? Yeah, I would say, firstly... You, one should be very prepared for for the interview. In other words, one, one should understand that you've got a limited opportunity to communicate with people, and especially a company like ours, we don't only look at uh, marks or academic achievements or extracurricular activities. We're really looking at the quality of the person and how they communicate. So so one should be very prepared for the interview and not arrogant and and. Not entitled, but you know really open and not false in any way, you know not with some probing questions that one thinks will impress you know executives it's It's not like that it's about will it work for both of us? Will this be a good relationship? It's kind of like dating that that would be my my one important piece of advice my My second piece of advice would be don't ask for something that you that you don't really want. You know, I, I know everyone applies to 20 different places and they hope for the best, but you can waste a lot of your time and other people's time if you don't really want to do consulting or if you don't really want to do banking or if you, if you don't want to be a doctor, don't go to an interview to be a doctor. You know, I, I know that's a stupid example, but if you don't really want to do consulting, it's, it's not a good idea to apply for a job. In consulting. So know what you really want. Do your research and be able to answer the question, why? Why do you want to do this? It's a decent question that you will be asked as a graduate is why do you want to work for this company? And what are you going to do there? And what are your goals and dreams? And did your dad and mom tell you to do it? Or did your friends do it? Or is it to move to Joburg? Or, you know, what is the reason? And that goes to motive. If your motive is pure and correct, you want to learn. And yeah, my third major piece of advice would be stay calm, relax. if you give things a chance, not everything happens immediately, and show some patience, and usually things work out very well. We've had some great success stories, as you know, Patrick, uh, with graduates in the program.
0: Yeah, it sure, it has been a very successful number of years with the graduate program, and the exceptional people that have come out of it speaks volumes for itself. And David, thanks very much for taking the time to speak through the the Monocle Graduate Programme and what makes it so successful uh, and stand out for you. We really appreciate your time. And thanks to everyone who has listened. Uh, If you would like any more details about the Graduate Programme, obviously, please check out the Monocle website and the Graduate Programme Analyst page. Uh, You can apply on there or get in touch with any member of the People and Culture team. Thanks very much for listening, folks, and have a great day further. Thank you, David. Thank you, Patrick. You too.